Hey, 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 it's the Steve Maraboli Podcast. Thank you so much for listening, everybody. Coming to you from New York. Thinking of all of you as kind of all around the world. People are in different transitions of their societies, slowly being allowed to open, slowly being allowed to stretch your legs a little bit. Well, I'm so glad that you're listening. Thank you so much for all of you who, the the listeners who have passed this along, the new listeners who are writing, we really appreciate it. Keep in mind, most of the stuff we talk about is available through our social media pages. Um, make sure you check for the blue verify check mark. And also, website, stevemariboli.net. Hey, Steph, what's going on? Well, the sun's shining. It's finding it a little bit more difficult to stay inside. <laughs> <laughs> it is that way. You do learn. You do learn a lot during these times. You don't don't steal that from yourself. For those of you out there who write, I'm so glad that we get so many messages. But so many of you feeling that kind of thing, and and um, you know, people around the world trying to make sense of changes in society lifestyle and health concerns you know what i mean like it we're at definitely i know there's politics in this and people are conspiracy theories and all that but for me you know i like to cut away all that and say okay but what is truly happening regardless of the reasoning behind it we are at a pivotal point in our history there there is going to be a post covid just like there was a post 9-11 especially around here mm-hmm. so there, there will be a post-covid just like there's a post 9-11 so the day before all of this went crazy that's not going to exist in any sort of semblance of it for a while so people are trying to make sense of this so don't steal this opportunity for yourself don't don't look at it as it as a stagnant transition don't look at it as just a transition in society and society the way that society runs its lifestyle and health concerns. You you often hear the term new normal. So much so stuff that people are already sick of the term new normal. Yeah. <laughs> and so and you know I've beat that up a little bit online and on the show where I make the point that you didn't like normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. so wanting to get back to normal is insane <laughs> but but um it really when someone says new normal that's a very human thing to say in other words what they're really just saying is they want thing they want things to to get to where they make sense again where they don't have to think about it anymore they just don't want to think about it anymore i don't want to th- just tell me what i, what I got to you know people <laughs> kind of just want i just want to do what i want to do yeah that's why we get into those ruts where our old normal was miserable. And as soon as this happened, you're like, I can't wait to get back to normal. You were <laughs> miserable when you were normal. But we but we're, we are comfortable. Our brain's designed for efficiency. So we like normal. So normal to us means an effective and efficient brain. That's why our brain sells it to us so much. Come on, man, normal. Why am I working so hard? I got to be thinking about all kinds of extra things here and there. I got to... Uh, and so we want the new normal so that we have a, a point where we things make sense, whether we agree with it or not. It makes sense and we don't have to think about it. But don't steal this moment from yourself. There's an, there's an opportunity here. Pay attention. Pay attention to what you can adjust while you're in life's transitions, while you're in life's traffic. Oh. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you hit traffic. Yeah. Yeah, here in New York, 
here <laughs> in New York, a lot of times you hit traffic. Yeah. And you can either lose your mind and go crazy and still your car is not going anywhere. Or you can adjust to life's traffic. And you can listen to an audiobook, put on a podcast, make a phone call, all those people you were going to call mm-hmm. when you get to wherever <laughs> you're going, call them now, call them in the car, you know, do that kind of thing, have a laugh, listen to whatever, you know, I, I found in music, um, I listen to music, but I listen to audiobooks. Mm-hmm. shout out to audible.com. Uh, I listen to uh, audiobooks, and I also listen to comedy now also on uh, apple music oh yeah if you search mm-hmm. for like a comedian mm-hmm. like their albums are usually on there so sometimes i'll just laugh my ass off and so don't steal life traffic opportunities from yourself think of how many people are just mad i'm in traffic and you let's say it delays you a half hour mm-hmm. all you did first of all your didn't <laughs> affect traffic at all mm-hmm. just made you crazy and you just lost that half hour. Yeah. And it and it doesn't have to be I know a lot of people are like and just this is just God slowing you down and take a breath. Ah. You you can look at it that way and that's a beautiful way to look at it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't automatically look at it that way. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite that, but I will say, oh, well, I'm listen, I'm here anyway. This does suck. 100% let me accept that this sucks because I wasn't thinking I was going to be going zero miles an hour or, or the worst, like three miles an yeah. hour. <laughs> and so let me put something in. Let me call somebody. Let me, let me do that. And so for me, while th- we're in life's traffic in this situation, while you're quarantined and half allowed out and half like mm-hmm. you're, you're slowly starting to be wherever you are, you're still in traffic. Traffic might be letting loose. You might be going a little faster than you Mm -hmm. were before, but you're still not going regular speed or normal speed. (laughs) But don't steal this opportunity from yourself. What can you add or take away from your life? Think about what makes you happy. Think about who you can add or take away from your life. What do you miss about that, about the old sense of normalcy? What do you miss and how do you get more of it? What, What or who... Are you glad to be distanced from? And how do you get less of it? Like these are the opportunities that you have to think about that. Because listen, you're sitting there anyway. Yeah. So you have those opportunities. I've been using that a lot. Mm -hmm. I've been using that a lot lately. I've been thinking about those things. Okay, what, what do I love about this? What do I miss about these things and and how do how am I going to arrange myself differently when I when traffic picks up a little bit how am I going to arrange myself differently and so for me I don't want to steal this from opportunity for myself and I'm hoping so many of you out there wake up to the fact that you have been on pause on hold and in traffic, angry, yelling at traffic as and looking and waiting and waiting to see. You're looking up there. You can't see why <laughs> you're in traffic. I can't. And mm-hmm. they're trying to look around and peek. And why is this? I don't know why. But you're sitting <laughs> here anyway. Let's get something out of it. Yeah. Because most of the people around you aren't getting anything out of it either. <laughs> so use this opportunity to advance. To advance in your life. To advance in your mindset. To, to heal some to do all of those things. So that's where I'm looking at. How are you doing? And what do we got going on in our social media world? <laughs> I'm doing great. A lot of good stuff. 
it's really interesting to see how what people are really missing during this these times. You see that how much community is important, how much being with with friends and coworkers and even just happy hour, how much how much the option of it. Yeah, the option of it of yeah. being around even for introverts like mm-hmm. myself, right? Like, so I, it's not that I, <laughs> my friends joke, I'm like, hey, I can't wait to be invited everywhere. They're like, dude, you're <laughs> still not going to come. <laughs> no, but I like the option of being able <laughs> to yeah. decline an invitation, <laughs> you know, and, and not just that, but my walks, my, my meditations, you know, I, I don't do the sit and sit and quiet meditation and mm-hmm. I appreciate those people who can. I'm just not wired that way, maybe. And then my, I come from Italian and Chilean parents. I can't stand still or <laughs> stand still when I talk. I don't know what it is, but I'm a little wound differently. But I do. My meditation is a walk on the beach or a walk in Central Park or a yeah. walk in the city, not even in Central Park. The, the, the 20 plus blocks I walk to get to Central Park. Mm-hmm. is just as exciting to me as Central Park. Central Park, I'm actually more likely to sit down on one of the one of the rocks or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. for me, it's those walks. Going to the mall. Right. I, you mm-hmm. know, I've walked miles yeah. in a mall. Mm-hmm. Like, a, like a 60-year-old <laughs> doing exercise. You know, those mall walkers? Yeah, those mall walkers. I'm like that. And I just walk. I, I somewhat people watch. I don't even know if I people watch. I kind of just zone. You, I throw in my meditation. headphones. Yeah, I, I throw in my headphones and I... I usually come up with some pretty good ideas. I mm-hmm. think I laughed. It. They must think I'm an insane person. I don't know how far <laughs> off they are, but here's that that guy who's just walking around giggling to himself. And so, um, but I I have that option. I, I like being not necessarily talking with all the people, but amongst mm-hmm. them. Yeah, amongst them. And so for me, that kind of energy and dynamic, um, I definitely miss. But um, and I imagine that some people are like that. And then I know I have friends who are 100% social, they are miserable by themselves, (laughs) they have to be in the thick of it, and they have social calendars of royalty. (laughs) I don't know when they're ever quietly at home, Mm -hmm. but they're so happy, and that's great for them, and and I'm happy to see that transition towards that for them in whatever capacity. Also, don't steal this moment of quiet for yourself, and... um, and it'll be interesting to see how how it goes. But you're right; it's so interesting to see the the full range of people that there are and how this impacts them and to what degree. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into popular posts for this week. All right. Social media. Social people digging media. It. I, I don't. Still ca- I still can't get over how many people sh- like fifth averaging fifty million people. To me, it's just. This doesn't even make sense. Yeah, that's just averaging. That's not even when we get into our spike, like they see something that gets, you know, 100,000 shares every... Yeah. It's, it's insane. It's so, it ends up being millions of mm-hmm. people it's reaching. It's so crazy. To yeah. Me. But yeah, I appreciate it. And thank you, everyone who does that. Okay. I don't carry... <laughs> I don't carry You're talking hate. about a post or are you talking about yourself? No, I'm talking about a post. And oh, you would okay. see once I finish. <laughs> okay. That. I'm ready. Okay. I don't carry hate in my heart <laughs> if i loved you before i still have love for you stay away from me though oh that's a good one that's such a pot that's such a oh that's because so funny can, everyone loves that i because who doesn't resonate with that i know like we know to heal a wound you need to stop touching it yeah we know it it sucks we mm-hmm. hate it we try it every which way we mm-hmm. let them back oh i can have a 
1% relationship with this person. <laughs> I can, And we finally figure out, oh, no. No. I just got to listen. I'm I'm happy for you. <laughs> I want you to be to to I want you to eat well, just not at my table. <laughs> I want you to, to to be great. I want you to enjoy and have all the mm-hmm. happiness in the world. I if I have ever loved you, it's almost not a choice. You notice when you love somebody, you don't choose it. You don't say, "Oh, I think I'm going to love this person." If anything, you're trying defense the whole time, trying to not <laughs> love the person, and you don't have a choice. So, if I've ever loved you, I don't obviously don't know how to not love you or else I would have done that shit. Yeah. But so if I have ever loved you before, <laughs> I still have love for you. Stay away from me though. <laughs> because <laughs> Because the only way I can heal from this, the only way I can move on is to not have you near me. Like yeah. that just has to be that way. And if uh, some people figure out a, a better way, I'm not one of those people. So it's just, um, I, and I feel like it resonates. It resonates obviously with the masses. And those are one of those posts that get millions and millions of reach. And, and because whether you are, in in Germany, France, Spain, mm-hmm. England, USA, Southern US, Eastern, Western US, Canada, <laughs> Australia, you could be in Argentina, it doesn't matter. You know what this means. Yeah. Because we have somebody in our lives we love because we'll always love them, mm-hmm. but also <laughs> stay away. Stay away. Stay away. <laughs> and I'm glad that that one's popular and I'm glad that we can all laugh at it through sometimes through our tears yeah uh, laugh at it but yeah that's a that's one and that's a healthy way to go about it you know it's a it's a funny way to talk about the most healthy thing yeah um stay away that it comes it after goes, the healing well because it goes with any addiction you know don't forget that the 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 pain we feel the longing we feel mm-hmm. for a person is is similar to a chemical addiction it actually is a chemical mm-hmm. addiction but i get people get all technically and don't don't <laughs> addicts are a real thing and they start attacking me mm-hmm. um but it's really technically a chemical addiction that's why the person makes you feel a certain way and you love the way they feel that kind of stuff is because it's it's a chemical addiction and sometimes chemical addictions are, are good and healthy and sometimes they're not sometimes it goes wrong mm-hmm. and so so yeah, one of the the ways to to battle that, as my beautiful mom would always remind, is that some of the best ways to win a battle is to not engage in it. And so um, this is a way of not engaging in that battle, wishing someone well, or 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 not wishing them not well, but <laughs> but just hey, you you do your thing. There'll always be love in my heart, you know. Uh, but also stay away from stay me. Stay away. <laughs> Okay, here's another one. You're so hard on yourself. Take a moment, sit back, marvel at your life, at the grief that softened you, at the heartache that wisened you, at the suffering that strengthened you. Despite everything, you still grow. Be proud of this. I love that. I love that and it's it's a it's another marker of of emotional self-defense. And an emotional self nourishment, mm-hmm. dude. Give yourself a, you know, a little pat on the back. <laughs> Here's the thing: you got some bumps and bruises. 
you have some issues, you have some, you didn't do it all clean, but, but give yourself a little something. Because if you don't, if you don't, no one else probably will. And they'll, they'll steal, you know, that, they'll steal that moment, maybe even that story from you. Mm -hmm. So give yourself that opportunity. Yeah, you know, you're you're really hard on yourself, but a lot of times we're hard on ourselves because we're at, we're attached to a story that isn't true. So we start arguing with reality. It should be like this, but it's not. I should have done this, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. And yes, you can you can say you didn't. It was crap. You know, I I did that through this book, through this. Um, uh, whispers of genius echoes of madness book where where yeah i tell some stories of atrocious behaviors that i should have done differently of course <laughs> but i can't i can't and i have to just own the shittiness own the 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 bumps and bruises look at what i can take positive out of that even if it's one percent positive some of it's very positive but there's some situations that no you made the wrong decision and you snowballed the wrong decision, and you can't take it back. Even that, you have to take something positive of it, even if it's just embracing the fact that you were wrong. Even if you take that, you can move on heal, because once you accept accountability, you can alter the behavior. And so in any moment when you're really being hard on yourself, a lot of times you're just arguing with reality. You're not taking accountability for the way things are, and when you take that accountability, you, you take possession of that pen because you're the author and you're able to rewrite it. It's, it's when you're denying the reality of it is when, is when you throw away all your power to change it. And so, yeah, take that moment, sit back, marvel at your life. You, you know how fascinating life is. Life is incredible. We're here for such a short amount of time. There are tortoises. There are tortoises that are here longer than us. Mm -hmm. That's insane to me. How come, wait a second. How how come you get, like there's tortoises that are here longer that that are here twice as long. Yeah. You could die at 100 years old and the tortoise is like, oh, a young fella died. And you're like, wait a second. That's how short this is. And so marvel at your life. Marvel. Uh, The grief that softened you, the heartache that wisened you. Think of how wise sometimes heartache makes you, even if we're laughing like we were saying with the with the post before you know hey <laughs> stay away from me though that's a scar that laughs yeah. stay away from me is wisdom from us from what happens when we don't stay away from them <laughs> that's us knowing that how many times we failed that we're like damn you know <laughs> and so so yeah the the heartache that wisened you and the, and the suffering that strengthened you that's mm-hmm. the only thing that strengthens you is the suffering the only time you get stronger is when you go through it not around it, not above it, not not ignore it, not vision board it away, not pray it away, not anything. When you go through it is when you are strengthened by it. And that's how that works. And so <laughs> keep in mind, despite everything, you're still growing. Even if it's 1%, you grow. Even if it's 1%. And yes, definitely be be proud of that. Be proud of yourself. It's not perfect. Spoiler alert, there has never been perfect. The people we think are perfect, we're just ignorant about their shit. They're not perfect. Neither are you. Spoiler alert, there has never been a perfect human. Ever. 
ever. And even the ones who are right now, as I'm saying this, frothing at the mouth saying, but Jesus Christ did the... The whole point of Jesus was, was the imperfection. The whole point of it was being tempted by the devil. The whole point of it was saying, God, why have you forsaken even a moment of loss of confidence? Let it be your will, not mine. Is saying, dude, I don't even want this, <laughs> but you let's do it your way because if we're going to have it my way, I'm going to stop this suffering for myself. So the whole point of that was the humanity of it and the humanity of it was the imperfection. That's what we are. You are not perfect. There is no perfect. That's what makes us perfectly imperfect that's what does that is that we can get up and win that you can take the the hand you've built been dealt and win that's what makes us us be proud of that and and move on accordingly oh wow thank you oh you're welcome that's what i do hope, hope you guys had tissues for that <laughs> no nobody's <laughs> crying at that oh that was really powerful all right okay moving on Endless love is fueled by endless friendship. That's a that's a, a popular post. It this, is a popular post. I love that post. Now that that's a that's a classic. That's a throwback, Steve. Mm -hmm. And I love that. That's like that's like one, in one of those those moments that I had. You know where I'm really fortunate, Steph, is that I've been practicing this for so long. And what I mean by that is. I've been talking to clients and people for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. And so I've, <laughs> I've had a huge sampling of humanity. I'm so lucky and I didn't realize it until on the t other end of it. Like I have a huge sampling of humanity. So when most people would just be starting out what their business might be or whatever, I had already spoken with thousands and thousands of people and couples and couples together and couples apart and people and and executives who are guess what people who are couples <laughs> and it's, it's so crazy and so i i the longevity i'm always looking for the recipe to something and i don't mean cooking i'm always looking for the recipe to some sort of success what is this person doing what are they doing that we can that is repeatable in the sense of, in the scientific sense, but in a behaviorally scientific sense, like what are they doing that's repeatable? What exists here every single time? What makes everyone say, oh, blah, blah, the secret is this, the secret is this, the secret is this. And so I started paying attention and where everyone's saying like, hey, the secret is communication. The secret to a long marriage is <laughs> communication. You Then you talk to them and you're like, no, well, I watch TV in this room and they watch TV <laughs> in that room. And like, we, uh, you know, he's the boss or she's the boss or, you know, and you start saying, well, that doesn't sound as communication as much as understanding mm -hmm. and roles, whether I agree with it or not. I, I try not to inject my stuff, but just to pay attention to what that longevity is. And then the couples that you do like, the couples that you see and, and you see them and, and, and there's a there's a butt pinching here and a making out there and like an inappropriate so like, huh, dude. And you realize they've been together for so many years and that's still there. And you're like, whoa, I know couples that have been together for six months and don't do that already. <laughs> You've been together this many years and you know, you can't keep your paws off each other, that kind of stuff. And you start realizing that, yeah, that key ingredient is friendship. So the popular post 
um, I think it's in a bigger piece, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, but the post is, endless love is fueled by endless friendship. If you want to have the greatest romance ever, have the greatest friendship ever. Cultivate it. Do not let your friendship die. Remember, it's not lack of love that destroys your friendship. It's usually lack of friendship. And that was from that thing, noticing that even in my own life, where I lacked, I would always say, I'm so passionate, I'm doing this, I'm doing this, but but I wasn't being a good friend Mm -hmm. to them. And that's where so many things, and, and where I felt frustrated, where I felt frustrated, where I might say, oh, yeah, this is great, this is great, this is great, but I, I, feel, I don't feel like you, you listen to my feelings. That's not a love conversation. That's a friendship conversation. That's like you're not being a good friend. So where I lacked, what, and the person might say, hey, but I do this, I do this, I do this, but if I'm saying, hey, I, I don't ever feel heard then I don't have a love issue. I have a friendship issue. So you start seeing these places where people around would have these incredible, long-lasting, powerful relationships, whether it be marriage or just companionships, and you start seeing that it's their friendship goes. They, they have updated versions of each other. They allow for their personal growth. They ad- allow for adjustments and mistakes and that kind of stuff. There is conversation over judgment. There's conversation over judgment. And, and, and so for me, that was huge to tell that story. And then you start realizing where relationships do fall apart, like I was saying earlier. All of the, the the maliciousness and the FUs and the this name and that name and the 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 um, blaming and the lying, the cheating, the 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 maliciousness, the you know, we would mention parental alienation and that kind of stuff. all of those things are coming not from lack of love. Love the reason it hurts, the reason it goes so visceral, remember, love and hate aren't opposites. They mm-hmm. are they are siblings birthed by obsession (laughs) they are very visceral reactions and there's a very fine line sometimes so there's not the absence of that love that's why it hurts when 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 you break up when you quote unquote grow apart the reason it hurts so much is there is love but the reason it happened is because there isn't friendship and you grew apart because your disinterest in each other created a chasm that sometimes can't be quelled because you think you have a love issue and you don't you have a like issue in love with you brings passion and it's amazing in like with you brings forever and that's a huge thing that that people don't realize so i'm really glad that after all these years that quote is still getting the attention that uh, that i love for it to get yeah it really is you know what else was getting attention this week? <laughs> Your hair. <laughs> we oh, po- the, the 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 big picture, the big hair picture. Yeah, yeah. We posted a picture of your hair, and you wrote. So first of all, we posted. Let me tell you what happens in my life, folks. I'm not a big picture guy. I, I'm not a big guru guy. I don't want to be the guru. I'm really happy that my words are more popular than I am. A lot of people who share my words and share my stuff think I'm some dead philosopher from back <laughs> in the day, and I'm cool with that. You don't need to know I'm a 40-something-year-old Long Islander. You don't need to know that. For me, it's the words that are more important than the person. However, 
I do have the greatest social media team on earth, and they insist on pictures. So we find a happy medium after driving you guys crazy for years. Like I'll send some pictures here and there and every, you know, several posts can have some sort of uh, picture of me because I know, again, we want to grow and share the words. And, and if that's what the demographic asks, that's what they ask. Mm-hmm. So with my, my Rona hair, <laughs> with my Rona hair, it would, it's just getting ridiculous. And I feel because it, it hasn't been this long since I was in elementary school. It doesn't look long to everyone, but to me, I do feel like Rapunzel. I feel like Slash from Guns N' Roses. (laughs) I know it's dramatic, but it's how I feel. So all of you were saying, the team were saying, hey, we need pictures, some pictures, some pictures. So I sent the, uh, just, it was morning. Mm -hmm. So almost as a joke, it was first thing in the morning and I wet my hair up and I kind of spiked it up everywhere so that I could look like the most ridiculous <laughs> way I could look. It's usually, it's still combed, like it's still combed and keeps mm-hmm. up some sort of format. It's just a longer version of what I have. Like it touches my ears. I, I'm telling you, <laughs> it's it's like wearing a sweatshirt I can't take off. I feel subjugated. <laughs> like I, I can't, it sounds ridiculous, but this is me. If you haven't noticed already, I'm ridiculous. So I'm like, all right, you want pictures? Are there any pictures? Fine. So here's a bunch. I, I spike up, wet it, spike it up in the morning. It's it's my hairs everywhere. I, I five o'clock shadow. It's it's you know, it's up and I'm like, here's a bunch. You pick whichever you want, <laughs> post it, and uh and here's what here's what you could say. Here's what I want to say with it. Turns out <laughs> When I feel like I look most ridiculous, people like it. Yeah, they loved it. <laughs> Too bad that it's going to get cut. Yeah. <laughs> Too bad. It's all going. I love you all, and I appreciate your opinion for my hair. Mm-hmm. However, or in strong Long Island, however, <laughs> it's getting cut. <laughs> it is getting cut because it does. I can't expre- express to you how I feel the best way to explain it is like I'm wearing a sweatshirt and it's too warm for a sweatshirt and I don't have the option to take it off. <laughs> I'd still wear the, so funny. It's almost like my head can't breathe. It's ridiculous. I hear myself saying it mm-hmm. and I know what I'm saying is ridiculous, <laughs> but it's how I feel. Um, and so, yeah. So thank you for liking <laughs> how my most ridiculous sense first thing in the morning. Um, but yeah, it's going to go. It's going to go it's, back to where it was. Go. You you also said that you gained a corn ton and people lost it. Well, because it's honest. You got to be honest. That You have to be. Ton. Especially if you're, you're, if you're going to post a picture of yourself when you first wake up and you're going to try to be ridiculous and mm-hmm. try to look. You have to be honest because those same people, we have to be, we have to um, hold the transparency, right? So. You, all of you are really good at that, right? Mm-hmm. So you're you're good at continuing that transparency. But if we're gonna post pictures of like, hey, here's here's me in in whenever when I was super heavy, and then here's me with abs, <clears throat> we have to just say also, 
guess what? Well, when quarantining happened, I learned that I didn't have as good willpower as I thought. I had just really had designed a life in which I wasn't in those situations where I would choose bad food. So I didn't have good willpower as much as I had good behavior patterns. And, and the quarantine impacted that. So I have to adjust. You know, life gives you the opportunity to practice what you preach. But if I were to just do that quietly and then ta-da, next picture, I'm fit and amazing, mm-hmm. that's not fair to everyone who's not feeling that way. So they're thinking, oh, here's Steve. He went, he got quarantined also and he he stayed fit. He's probably <laughs> doing push-ups, wakes up, does push-ups. No. I, I wake up and want to eat bread and I'm craving bread and I'm like, I'm eating all the bad stuff because mm-hmm. the things that were available to eat, my routine was, you know, you get up, you go, if if I'm having breakfast, I'm going to go to a diner. I'm going to answer some emails at a diner. I'm going to have some eggs and some, you know, I'm going to have mm-hmm. protein. There's not going to be any bread. And so when everything's closed, I'm going to have, I'm in New York. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have a sausage, bacon, egg, and cheese on a roll. I'm in New York. I'm going to have a bagel with cream cheese and butter. I'm going to do all the things I should not be doing. And guess what? The weirdest thing about that diet <laughs> makes my clothes shrink. <laughs> the way it does. <laughs> it does. It's so crazy. There should be a warning like this will make your clothes shrink. And so, yeah, it makes things a little tighter. Makes my face a little puffier. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. So you have to share that with people. You're not the only one going through this. No, the people that, that you're on their feed looking for inspiration and motivation, they go through this also. And even if you're looking on someone's feed and they don't seem like they're going through it, they are doing what I call knock, knock. Who's there? Bullshit. <laughs> they are bullshitting you because they are absolutely going through it. And so they um, they do that, and that's what you do. So recognize that with that, I had long hair like everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, a quarantine is an accurate way to do it. And again, because I was exercising so much and had my diet pretty pretty sound again I, I wasn't at a point where i was paying attention to what i was eating i just was exercising and eating and you know burning thousands mm-hmm. of calories and and so um so that changed and so my body changed and and, and again just like my hair most people don't tell nobody's like hey man you look like you put on a lot of weight i feel i feel like i did mm-hmm. i feel like i gained so much weight and so, um, and that's what matters. Yeah. And again, I pay attention to that. So I like when I felt healthier. So I'm going to do the things that make <laughs> me feel healthier. Mm-hmm. But again, I got to consciously touch what it was to feel yucky again. Yeah, that's and the so, worst. And it is. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bad feeling. And especially as the New York sun comes out mm-hmm. again. And now like the other day we hit 80. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Where I usually would be like, oh, oh, I'd be ready to go into a, into like a European Speedo. Yeah. I'm like, oh, Speedo, it's 80 <laughs> degrees. Let me just, I don't, do the humble brag. Like, yeah. of how, I, I don't know, I'm at 45 and I feel like this in a Speedo. I'd be doing that. But instead, 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 because I feel the way I feel, I'm like in sweatpants, sweatshirt, yeah. hat, I put on a mask everywhere. I just have an extra mask. It's like only my eyes because they're like, come on, man. I, that's, I worked so hard tonight. So I have to laugh at that, but I have to share with the with our audience as mm-hmm. well, because they 
I want them to know that they're not the only ones. Yeah. That uh, they may, I might be the only one who wanted to go out in a Speedo. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so that they know that this is what we go through. Yeah, I love that. But I'm glad that that one was popular. It's it was also so, pretty, I couldn't keep up funny. with all the comments. There and were I, so and many. And I take it back for you guys. I'm always, I'm always say, say to you, like, who the hell wants to see a picture of me? Just post something smart I said or impactful. That's what they want from me. Nobody wants a picture of me. <laughs> and you always disagree. And you're right. So uh, so thanks for that. But if, if we can if we can continue to share pictures with still with some insight and and let them get something out of it, because we're a family. So so for me, uh, sharing with with our family, even if it is at some points, 100 million people, mm -hmm. if we can get something out of making fun of me and each other, for me, that's always worth it. All right. Stay close to people who feel like sunlight. That's another popular post. Stay close to people who feel like sunlight. This is what we were talking about before. Mm -hmm. Pay attention to who feels like sunlight and who, who there should be like, stay away from people who feel like darkness. <laughs> and there should be that too. And so pay attention to that. Who feels like darkness? Who feels like sunlight? Um, I think that's really important. Again, for me, uh, if if your name shows up on my phone when you're calling and I get an instant anxiety attack, I'm going to try and limit those. I'm going to do a bunch of little tricks I can get to limit seeing your name, limit my interactions with you. Um, and I think that that's, that's really important to be able to do that. On the other side, people who feel like sunlight. Those are the people in, in my life that might get a random text. Mm -hmm. Random text like, hey, have a great day. Hey, thinking of you. And sometimes... Sometimes um, they'll randomly text me, and I, I like that. So people who feel like sunlight, um, especially if you're someone like me who isn't the most social fella on, on earth, staying close to them sometimes is just just having that team and that gathering and saying, hey, what are you up to? Even if it's a quick conversation here and there, maybe it's an increased amount of text messages. Maybe it's an increase in, in voice memos. You know how I love voice mm -hmm. memos. And so it might be something like that. For you listening, it might be a little more social interaction, a little, hey, come over for for uh, uh, for game night. Come over mm -hmm. for, you know... Uh, a happy hour we'll do our own happy hour kind of thing and it might be something like that it might be a though a, a video a facetime a zoom or whatever people are using let's 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 zoom and, and talk i know a lot of people i don't know if they still do it but some of my friends would who they would get together a lot they just got together on zoom and would have like zoom happy hour with each other so they wow. would just yeah they would mm -hmm. just sit and drink staring at each other on zoom <laughs> like and and listen it sounded like they were having a great time. No one said, oh, this sucks. <laughs> it sounded like they were having a great time. They would watch things together. And, you know, it, it, so to me, that's whatever. That's whatever it is for you. Yeah. If they feel like sunlight, do more of that. And let this situation find you with more of what you love, not less of what you love. Oh, I love that. That's great advice. That's what I do. It's It's... <laughs> I'm kind of famous for it. You are kind of famous. <laughs> that is great advice. Let's that. do advice. So let's do the questions where people write in some questions. We pick some questions. We call this segment. Free advice. Free advice. Wink, wink. <laughs> from from the movie. Free advice from, from the 
endless pictures online of me giving free advice in parks. This, of course, stemmed from the idea that for over 10 years now, uh, whenever I travel and speak at, at major events, I'm usually in cities I don't live in, in mm -hmm. countries I don't live in. And being, again, that I'm not the most social butterfly <laughs> on earth, I'm not likely to go to local wherever. Um, and so I go sit. I find a, a, a public place, usually a park of some sort. I find a, a uh, um, empty box or mm -hmm. piece of paper, something I can write on. And I write free advice. And I go sit <laughs> in the park or on the street. And I look like a homeless person in general. So... Uh, I just enjoy myself as people walk by me, sometimes insult me, uh, but sometimes they see the free advice sign and they come sit and chat with me and mm -hmm. they receive some really good advice. I never let them in on it. I never let them in. Oh, I'm in your city because I'm paid to travel the world and think out loud. Yeah. I never let them in on it. They just think they got really good advice from a, either a nice person or a homeless man, whatever it is. But, uh, so we, ca we carried that. That was a part of a documentary they did a documentary on that uh, a few years back and now i still do free advice whenever i travel i still do it even mm -hmm. in central park some days i'll be in the park after jujitsu and i don't look or smell terrific <laughs> but i will go sit at a bench with some free advice and, and every now and then people stop and, and speak with me and every now and then now in new york uh and sometimes they're like, dude, Steve, I knew I'd see you. And then I'm like, oh, man, it doesn't count if you know who I am. But uh, uh, but yeah, so so let's call this segment free advice. If you have questions you want to write in, you could write them in and as one of our comments, as one of our posts, mm -hmm. if it pertains to a post that you have. If you want to DM, you can DM also with the comments. So if you want to. If you want to say, hey, please ask my question, but but don't give my name or don't give my handle. We don't give mm -hmm. handles. So if you're, you know, whatever your whatever um, profile name is, we don't yeah. do that anyway. We'll just give the name that you say um, and, and feel free. So you could reach us through there. You net. You can fill out the the, you know, name subject kind of. Mm -hmm. And then we get an email with that million ways you could ask a question. And if it gets selected, we'll ask it on the show. And chances are, if it doesn't get selected, I'll either call you anyway <laughs> or send you uh, some sort of message, especially if it's um, to one of our social media pages. Yeah. First question is? First question is from Meredith. And she says, do we ever get a break? Just seems like an avalanche of issues. When did it stop for you? Did you ever feel like quitting? <laughs> when did she say, when did it stop for me? Yeah. It doesn't stop for me. <laughs> There's no one it stops for. Meredith, thank you for your question. Uh, do you ever feel like quitting? Of course, I felt like quitting a thousand times. What do you mean? <laughs> uh, it, that's what life is. It, listen, life is that. There are times when, when life seems... Uh, to unmercifully pile on challenges. I've gone through that. I go through that. I'm going through something like that now. It's very frustrating. And and I've, I'm not new to this. I've, I've been there too many times to count. But I have to hold, hold on to my gauges. I've talked to you all about gauges before, right? And the gauges idea is that sometimes you can't trust what you're feeling. So... For I, I stand by this. For all of its accolades, sometimes follow your heart is really bad advice. Mm -hmm. I used to, when talking business, I used to 
tell the class on the first day, emotion kills business. And what I was trying to say is emotionally, sometimes you are off. You feel like doing every gambler who's in Vegas, who's about to bet everything on the next because they have a feeling this is the one. They are wrong. They should not be doing that. Emotion's going to kill their business. Emotion's going to kill that moment. Following their heart at that moment and putting it all on this isn't a good idea, right. even though they feel it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you have to check your gauges. If they were to check, okay, I feel like this is the one, but if there was an actual gauge to say, well, statistically, this is almost impossible, <laughs> then maybe they would pull back and say, okay, no matter how I feel, this is wrong. If, it, when it gets nice and warm out and you're driving, maybe, maybe you have a convertible, the top's down, <laughs> you're wild and crazy, it's the end of the week, and you feel like you're going the speed limit. Mm-hmm. But you're not. You're going 80, 90. You're going, <laughs> yeah. you're going way over the speed limit. No matter what you feel, you have to look at your gauge. Your gauge will tell you what you're actually going. Mm -hmm. It's not emotional. It is an actual gauge. And it is set before it's nice out, before everything. <laughs> it is calibrated to truth so that you can get your bearings. So no matter how you feel you're going, if your gauge says you're going too fast, slow down or you're going to get a ticket. The police officer that comes to you and says, hey, you were speeding. When you say, well, I didn't feel like I was. They're, they don't care. You should have mm -hmm. checked your gauges, which is found as a speedometer on your car. Well, for me, life should have those gauges. And so, so there are times when, yeah, life unmercifully piles on challenges. And it is frustrating. And, and you ha a gauge I have, no matter how frustrated I am, no matter how worried I might get, no matter how much it gets to me, I, as I look back in my life, the truth is I recognize that it's those times that made the greatest moments of my personal growth. It is what people like about me isn't the times I've won. It's the times that I've lost. And even as I go through them now, I know that on the other side of this is going to be an even better version of me who is going to be even more, uh, um, impactful to the people that need this version and so for me that's something Meredith that we have to keep in mind because along this journey of life I have learned and haven't we all learned that even though the challenge is great so is the reward on the other side of it it's a long life and and rough times are going to be plentiful it has never stopped for me and I don't know anyone who has it has stopped for unless they are dead and you don't want it to stop for that reason so when you're going through a rough patch don't ever forget that there's a great life waiting for you at the other end of the trying times just allow it to be that don't ignore the trying times allow yourself don't steal the lesson don't steal the message in the mess don't be blinded by that you will be strengthened by this struggle and it sucks while you're going through it but while you're fearing these challenging times it, it just recognize that it's those moments that will define who you are and what kind of life you will have. It is a defining moment because it is a stressful one. You're greater than these challenges. I know they beat you up and it doesn't feel that way. But every single time you thought that that was the end of you, you were wrong. So reaching this potential and experiencing a great life sometimes comes at a cost. And right now, it seems that you're paying that cost. Take your time, breathe, relax. You will pay it and you will be stronger because of it. 
and a great life is waiting for you ahead, Meredith. You just have to go through this. And then you enjoy that until the next one. That's how I look at it. And I really appreciate you writing in, uh, Meredith. Thank you. Thank you, Meredith. All right, we're going to go with Spencer. Spencer. Spencer says, you posted a question about cheating. I have cheated before, and although I love my wife with all my heart, I can't seem to shake the bug of temptation. Am I broken? Am I broken? Uh, Steph, what what did what was the question about cheating? The question was, uh, we've all heard the expression, once a cheater, always a cheater. So it, it could have been that one or... So it was like a survey question. Like, do you believe that once a cheater, always a cheater? Do you mm-hmm. think that's true? Is that that one? Yeah. Right, so, and and that one, I love that one because if you read the comments, we, we are, we're going to do an entire show mm-hmm. on that, right? Yeah. Because I want to talk about that because those comments are tremendous whenever we post that one. And I think it deserves its own show. Let's talk about all the aspects to this. But Spencer, you specifically... Um, Again, we'll do an entire show on cheating, but I'm going to answer Spencer. Spencer uh, says, uh, I love my wife with all my heart, and I can't seem to shake the bug of temptation. Am I broken? You're not broken, but you are human. Remember what I talked about arguing with reality? Mm-hmm. So you're not broken, but you are human, and sometimes we do get broken. Maybe if, if, if you cheated before, that was a broken moment for you. You made one of those decisions that you shouldn't have made. And, and unfortunately, as humans, remember I mentioned our brain? As humans, we do tend to follow the path of least resistance. In other words, once you followed that path, the path never stops becoming an option for you. So you have to pay attention to that. You have to, sometimes when we get broken, we are reminded of that break. But it's a scar of our past, not an injury of our present. Remember, it is a reminder that we did it, path of least resistance. It's going to pop up as an option. But it doesn't mean that you have to take that option. The beauty of us, Spencer, is that even if we have been times in, in our lives that we have been broken, we have a choice. In all temptations, not just the, the, the bug of, of cheating, in all temptations, what, I, what I, did I tell you? I had a, I had a path of, of not eating well and then went into a long cycle, really healthy, incre- impeccable health, and um, healthier than anyone else my age, I know. And the second I got rocked off of that, the bug of temptation hit me for food. And and I I could I thought the same way. What I what I do you hear me say before? I thought I had good willpower, but what I had was good behavior patterns. Turns out, Spencer, I didn't have good willpower. I was reminded of the old paths I would take for unhealthy food, and guess what? I failed. So I had to pick myself up. Not nearly as devastating to a life as cheating. But still there, I I loved being healthy with all of my heart. I loved not feeling crappy. I loved not feeling like there's a brick in my stomach. I loved compliments because I worked so hard. I loved that and I threw it all away through, I don't even know what. It didn't even taste good. Didn't even taste good because when you're healthy, crappy food tastes crappy. When you're unhealthy, it tastes amazing. So it didn't even taste good. All I had was a, a, a okay taste 
and then an aftertaste of regret that lasted days. So no, you're not broken, but but you were, and, and those scars show up. It's not a path you want to take, but your brain will remind you that is it a path you have taken. And so now the bravery and courage come in communicating this, whether it's seeking counseling, is communicating with your spouse, but making other people outwardly aware of it, like you're doing now. This is a great this is a great thing that you reached out. It shows the character that you have to not want to fall back into that pattern. But there's going to be action steps you'll need to take to avoid that pattern. So whether it's it's where you're communicating, where the temptations are going, avoidance, stop watching porn. Here's the thing. And and can you please take note on, on this for the cheating show? On mm-hmm. a side note, I and I know I've talked about this in shows before and I've written it, but not to a longer extent. And and I did in, in this because it's coming out in this book anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the effect that porn has on relationships and on the psyche. We'll talk about that. Let's do it on that cheating show because okay. it'll be a kind of that twist and turn that people will love and hate me at the same time. Yeah. So let's talk about porn. And and Spencer, stop watching porn. If you're watching porn, stop watching porn. And start noticing where these temptations go. Start communicating about these temptations with somebody you trust. Um, cheating is who you were. It doesn't have to be who you are. It is a choice you make. It doesn't have to be an easy choice and whether it's an easy choice or not is not a reflection of whether you love or don't love your spouse there is friendship that i mentioned earlier that involves and that's where respect and all of that falls in friendship not in love love is super passionate and it's it's a it's a missile friendship is where you find respect communication and all those other things so recognize this and you clearly have and you have reached out which to me is fantastic now the next steps is action, eliminating those temptations in your life, getting your getting your mind right. And I have a bunch of little cool hacks for it that I'll talk about in the longer show that I do talk about in in, in, in the Whispers of Genius, Echoes of Madness. And so we'll 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 discuss this further. But you are not broken, brother. You are human. Pay attention to it. If it's a path you've taken before, the path will be made available to you as an option by your brain. But again, all your gauges will tell you it doesn't matter how you feel. It's a bad decision. And so focus on making good, healthy decisions. And if you can bring communication of this with you, then you will actually strengthen your relationship and realize that, uh, that this can find you in, in a better place in a relationship, in a healthier, more relationship that's filled with like and love and, and find you in a healthier relationship to the temptation of cheating. All right, so let's get to La... Let's see. Let's see what... Who, La, La, Latia? Latia says, I still have trouble letting go and moving on from things. How do I self-forgive and forgive others to heal from the past? Thank you so much, Latia. Um... 
Listen, I I feel you. I fully believe me. I feel you. I have I have ups and downs too. We all do, um, and and I'll continue to. As I was saying, that's what life is. Life is ups and downs. It's absurdities. Life is is twists and turns. That's what that is. Um, just when you get all the answers, life changes all the questions. I think that's what life is. There's nothing I've experienced that doesn't show that that's what life is. Nothing I've experienced in my own life, the people around me who I love, the the friends and family and and my clients and people I meet, no matter where I am in the world and at the meet and greets afterwards and sometimes beforehand, that's what everyone's showing me, that the story details are different, the names and faces are different, um, sometimes the monetary amounts that they're, that they're struggling with are different, but it is all the same in the sense that life is ups and downs, absurdities and twists and turns, and that when you do get all the answers, life changes all the questions. So just remember, um, Lotia how important perspective is perspective is the story we're telling ourselves about something so a lot of times words don't heal and time doesn't heal but perspective heals and changing the way you look at a situation and a story pulling out the good learning from the bad and letting it find us better and stronger so even if it if it broke us down, if it broke you down, Latia, even if it made us feel low, if it makes you feel low, if it if it felt like it was going to be the end of us, it wasn't. We are still here. We survived even when we thought we wouldn't. Perspective. Let your perspective and the story you tell find you stronger than before. To me, that's healing. Cry, forgive, learn, move on. Thanks for your message. Wow, thank you. All right, guess what time it is. Is it time for Steve Reeds? <laughs> it's time. I love Steve Reeds. <laughs> um, and so Steve Reeds is... We read something, a piece from, from one of the books. Yes. And this one is, you're not rejected, you're redirected. Also a really popular quote. Yeah. So whenever you post that, I'm sure that'll end up on the popular post of the week because mm-hmm. that one's really popular. Not only popular amongst people who share it, who give me credit for it, but also amongst people who steal it. <laughs> and that's just the way that goes. That's for a different story. Um and so rejected, redirected, Steve reads, and this is in Unapologetically You. The book Unapologetically You. <laughs> All right. Rejected, redirected. We often have a diluted sense of self. We do not see the magnitude of greatness inside of us. As a result, most people live within the parameters of the lowest part of their life. They dwell in the basement of their capacity. When you have a small picture of yourself, it distorts the size of the problems and challenges you face. You become easily intimidated and even more easily deterred from following your your desired success. You look at mistakes as final and failures as unworthiness. You see a small you and a big everything else. 
The vision of yourself is distorted and the efficiency of your journey is burdened. You are a reflection of greatness. Don't lose sight of that. There have been countless challenges that you thought were bigger than you, but you're still here. They have not defeated you. They have not stopped you. And even if you didn't realize it, they had to bow to your innate superiority. Keep your dream alive. Keep your relationship alive. Keep your career alive. Keep your goal alive. Live big. You have not been rejected. You have been redirected, delayed, but not denied. You are greater than you can ever imagine. Let your journey be fueled and your body be nourished by your victorious past. And move forward in the direction of your magnificent dreams. You are worthy. Live accordingly. I, I like those. That. I like those. Those are, those are good. And, and I can, even though it was years ago, I can see, I can almost smell when I was writing it. Like I, I remember when I was writing that. And so wow. um, I appreciate it being that one. Folks, this is the Steve Maraboli podcast. I really appreciate all of you listening. Don't forget to check out our sponsors, which is audibletrial.com slash Steve Maraboli uh, audiobooks. If you want to jump in, you get a free one. Sign up for their free, uh, their free thirty days. You get to download an audiobook. That's pretty cool. Uh, and and if you stay with them, you can continue to enjoy their amazing service of books by every author, <laughs> read read by some authors. Uh, and if you don't like, if you don't want to stick to it, you can you can cancel, and you still keep the free audiobook. So that's pretty cool. And it's at the, and I'm going to put the link in the description. So if you can't remember what the URL is, just just head to the description. How cool is that? So wherever <laughs> you're listening, you can click on it right there. Uh, and I appreciate it. If you have questions, if you want to interact, if you want to share, if you if you like what you hear, tell other people about this. We don't sponsor. We don't do anything like that. We don't uh, we don't uh, pay to show up in people's feeds. Mm -hmm. We 100% rely on. You finding this to be worthy of sh of a share, and so um, if you find it impactful or our social media page is impactful, please click share or tell someone, tag someone, say, "Hey, you know, I love seeing it when when people are like, hey, check this check this guy's page out, like that kind of stuff." I love seeing that. So when we grow organically like that, is why we have such a great community. And, uh, and it's real. It's not, yeah. you know, those pages that have like millions of followers, but like 10 people comment. <laughs> like we, we not even that. It's not, not even, even that. And it's, it's like maybe 10 likes. <laughs> yeah. And it, and, and instead we have, we have much less followers, but we interact and mm -hmm. we laugh and, you know, and, and the, I'm just me. And yeah. I think that you're, you and your team have a great way of, of sharing that with the world. So thank you, everybody. It's the Steve Maraboli podcast. Wishing you an amazing day. Bye, guys. See you next time.